second year of serving Southeast Ohio. AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. A glorious day outside. Look at it. 74 degrees right now. They're saying it's going to climb up to 89. And the next four days, all in the 90s, it's going to be hot. No mention of rain except for maybe Thursday. They say we could have a thunderstorm that day. Hey, it's the party line on 970. And 97.1 on FM, W-A-T-H, Athens, Ohio. Good morning, Scott. Welcome. Good morning. I Thank enjoyed you. Your, enjoyed your show this morning. Thank you. It was fun. I enjoy the uh, music of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. I Great see. tunes. What was that uh, Japanese tune you played? Oh, uh, Sukiyaki. Yeah, yeah. From yeah. Caillou Sakamoto. I hadn't heard that in some time. Yeah. I, did you hear? Did you hear my uh, yes Your information? That? Sure. Yeah, I I didn't know that about him, that he was killed in that plane crash. Oh, I didn't know that part. Oh, okay. Thought, well, anyway, there was a little tidbit in there about what <laughs> happened to him. And uh, apparently he was killed in August of 1985 in a plane crash, a Japan Airlines plane that killed, I think, 519 yes. people, something yeah, like over that. Over 500, right. Yeah, I, I remember that, uh, hearing about that plane crash, but I had no idea that he was on that plane. Yeah. Well, anyway, good morning, folks. Welcome. It's uh, June 13th. And, uh, you know, Friday the 13th, they always say is a bad luck thing, but uh, Monday the 13th, not so much. Yeah. And um, doesn't quite have that dark cloud hanging over it, does it? Now, there's this <laughs> date they use in June called Juneteenth, right? Yes. Now, what's that? Uh, that is a celebration of uh, kind of like a black history okay. type event. And it comes up uh, Sunday, and I do want to get the official description of it. It's a federal holiday in the U.S. commemorating the emancipation of enslaved black Americans. It is often observed for celebrating African-American culture, originating in Galveston, Texas. Um, It has been celebrated annually on June 19th in various parts of the U.S. since 1865. Now, folks, the Mount Zion um, Cultural Center, Mount Zion Church, uh, which has this long tradition and history and uniqueness about it right here in Athens. They're having a Juneteenth. I don't know if the date's right on it, but it's it's, uh, in connection with all of that, the Bessie Smith Story concert, which will be a hoot. It'll be a jazz thing, jazz and swing. So that's kind of exciting to look forward to. I sent a note out to some of my chums here um, about an hour ago, I guess, a little flyer. 
copy of a flyer that they put out. So, um, anyway. And, and they have lots of other events going on, too. All right, well, let's see here. Um, today is National Random Acts of Light Day. Okay. National Random Acts of Kindness. I've heard that over and over, and I think it's wonderful. But what in the world is Random Acts of Light Day? I'm ch- I challenge you, Scott, to try to figure <laughs> that one out. So <laughs> while, you, while you're looking, I'll uh, move on. Okay. Well, N- here, oh, you found it already? Yeah. Here, okay. Here it is. Um, let me make sure I have the right thing here. Uh, as part of the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Light the Night Walks fundraising campaign, the Random Acts of Light Day is to celebrate each year on June 13th uh, to encourage us to do a random act of kindness to bring the light into the life of someone suffering from cancer. Hmm. Okay. One of them just revealed... I think yesterday, uh, a celebrity, Toby Keith, revealed he has uh, stomach cancer. Right. Well, um, a little hard for me to go past that without mentioning my own life. Sure. Uh, Folks, this may be repetition. If so, please forgive me. It's okay if it is. Um, 25 years ago, my wife experienced cancer. And you know, in these past 25 years, the ways of treating it have changed significantly. But the uh, way 25 years ago was that you went through that liquid chemotherapy, which made you kind of sick. You lost your hair. you, you, You just didn't feel very good after each treatment. And um, she had, um, what do you call it, a mastectomy. And uh, so this was breast cancer, right? So in her case, everything was done at Ohio State's uh, Wexner Medical Center, the James, whatever you want to call it, which is uh, notably one of the better hospitals for that sort of thing in the nation. So she had follow-ups then every six months after all of that, and then eventually they narrowed it down to just once a year. But about five years ago, they said, "Uh uh-oh. What we always watch for, we have found, and that is that it had metastasized. And you now have bone cancer. So she had bones that had been strong, that were weakening, uh, the bones that attached to other things like the, well, let's take your ribs and the sternum, right? Those joints were weakening. And, um, but the, the chemotherapy they have available today is much less, oh, 
it's it's tolerated far better, okay? And so she had an oral chemotherapy rather than an injection. And she took it daily for 21 days. Then eight days later, they'd take a measurement and then start it all over again. It's actually advertised on TV once in a while. I see it. It's called Ibrantz. And there's others, too. But um, some of the uh, effects that you associate with chemotherapy, like losing your hair and all this sort of thing, not a part of that so much. Well, anyway, she did that for five years. And then, um, as you all know, uh, she passed a few weeks ago. But uh, mercy... You know, I got uh, what do you what do we say? Twenty more years out of her, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> she had a very courageous battle. Yeah, and um, I attended uh, virtually every appointment she had. The doctors were remarkable, and uh, in the end, she simply had a heart attack while she was at the hospital that they couldn't uh, bring her back from. All right. So uh, we're planning uh, a memorial service, which I think is going to be on Tuesday, July 12th. And it will occur at the First Presbyterian Church in right here in uh, Athens. What is that? Congress and court. Actually, Street. I think it's Washington. Washington in court. Yeah. That's right. Thank you. Patty Corner from the the courthouse. Yes. At uh, 11, 11.30? Well, there's something. <clears throat> I, I should have this better memorized. I think there's a, sort of a meet and greet and sort of thing from 11.30 to 1 maybe, and then a service at 1, and then some food after. Oh, okay. Something like that. Okay. But uh, the the uh, obituary has the details and it's available either at Jager's website or you can look it up in the messenger. Yes. I'm sorry. Let me uh, go on here. Uh, so today is June 13th. We also, so National Random Acts of Light Day. Now, you gave me an explanation, but I've already forgotten. What are they talking about? Well, um, we mentioned in the description here about the National Acts of Random Acts of Kindness Day. Um, well, this day encourages us to bring light to the darkness of cancer. Oh, by, that's right. By surprising someone with an act of kindness. Okay. It's National Kitchen Klutzes of America Day. <laughs> I guess um, I don't think I'm a kitchen klutz, but I have certainly known some people that they couldn't they couldn't make anything <laughs> worthwhile in a kitchen, or or open a can of peas or soup, something like that. Well, they could open it. It's just it'd be all over the place. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, Anyway, so um, kitchen, all over kitchen klutzes. 
National Weed Your Garden Day. My, oh, my. It's going to be a hot the, day to do that. It, it's, it's one of those things that's it's an endless chore. Uh, you can have your garden uh, all spiffy, and in a day or two, more stuff will be appearing. It's remarkable. Hey, I have three places where I have what I think is poison ivy. And I clipped them, but I didn't pull the roots because I didn't want to grab the, you know what I mean. Stems. Yeah, and get it. Roots. Okay, so, you know, I had three leaf. Okay, now, but this, this poison ivy thing that looked like poison ivy to me had little um, sharp um, occasional points on the stem. Mm Mm-hmm. And I got to thinking, and I don't think poison ivy has that. So maybe this is three-leafed, but not poison ivy. Anybody know the answer, give us a call, 592-6646. Please put that 740 in front of it. Yes, call us, join in. 740-592-6646. I'm curious to know, too. All right, let's see here. So weed your garden day. And finally, National Sewing Machine Day. I have a sewing machine in the basement. I got it for Pat years ago. Truly, I don't think it's ever been used. Now, years ago, when I was in the theater's scenic stuff, I used to sew sheets together to make backgrounds, right? Yeah. But it was kind of a different machine than what we have in our home. I I think I'm going to have to drag it out and get some neighbor to help me learn how to use it. Well, that would be pretty cool. Um, while we're waiting for someone to call in, I I kind of googled a few things. No, I didn't. About I didn't find ivy. Yeah. Okay. What'd you get? Um, <clears throat> this says it quite possibly could be wild raspberries. Uh, they can have three or five leaves, but they have little thorns on both sides. Thorn. That was the word I was trying to get. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the thorns are on the leaves or on the stem? Stem. Yeah. yeah this, so this was on the stem. Yeah, so it's not difficult to differentiate uh, these. Uh, it also says poison ivy and Virginia creeper both produce poisonous berries, but they obviously don't look anything like raspberries. Were so any any berries growing on them or sprouts? Not that I... You know, this had gotten to be maybe two and a half feet tall. It was spindly, and I just clipped it at the base Mm. in a manner so I wouldn't be touching it and then let the gripper put it in the the 
stuff I was carrying around, you know, the, the weeds, the weed tray. Yeah. Anyway, so maybe it wasn't poison ivy, huh? It's possible, yeah. But better to be safe than sorry. I haven't had poison ivy. Yeah, pounding. Knock yes. on wood <laughs> in years. But I, I have been known to have um, a bit of it. And it's not fun. Uh, yeah, especially in places you don't want it. Um, <laughs> Where would you want it? <laughs> well, you know, if you're out in the woods and and oh, I see. For, if you you got to go, something like that. <laughs> oh. If you've happened to touch it with your hands or something. Okay. Then, yeah, that's what I mean, places you that's, don't want. There's a little more personal than I realize. Oh, well, you know, that's kind <laughs> of, it happens. On um, this day in history. <laughs> Moving on. Yes. <laughs> Poison ivy vines have no thorns. Okay, good. I looked look that up, too. Okay. And, um, okay. So, on this day in history, let's do some of those. June 13th, of course, it is in the year 2022. But if we go back to the same date... On 1373, the Anglo-Portuguese Treaty of Alliance was signed in London. And it is, to this date, the world's oldest extant. Now, extant. E-X-T-A-N-T. I, I want a, a definition of that word. E-X-T-A-N-T? Yeah. Oldest document still in existence? What what does it mean? It um, The definition is the original manuscript is no longer extant. That's a sample of it. Uh, is an adjective means still in existence yeah. and surviving. 1373 and it's still current. Okay, on this date in 1866, the U.S. House of Representatives passes the 14th Amendment. You remember which one that was? I'm not, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. It's civil rights. Yes. Mercy, that's important. 1878, Congress of Berlin begins, determines the territories of the states in the Balkan Peninsula following the Rus russo Turkish War, which was uh, 1877 through 1878. 1956, the last British troops leave the Suez Canal Zone. They're in Egypt. And the last, last item I have here, in 2000, the South Korean President Kim Dae-jung meets leader of the North Korea, Kim Jong-il, for the beginning of the first-ever Inter-Korea Summit that took uh, place in the northern capital of Pyongyang. Okay. Well, this, this is a pretty girl here. So, famous birthdays. Ashley Olsen. Celebrating her 36th birthday. I don't, I don't know if I've seen her in anything. What's what's 
She's clearly an actress or a showbizer. Um, Ashley Olsen. Do you have a uh, twin oh. there with her, too? Ashley Fuller Olsen is an American fashion designer, businesswoman, and former actress. She began her acting career at the age of nine months. Nine yeah, months. She has a twin sister, Mary Kate. That's what I thought. Uh, sharing the role of Michelle Tanner with her twin sister, Mary Kate Olson, in a TV sitcom, Full House. They also starred in numerous films together. So I'm betting you have another birthday there, Mary Kate Olson. No. No? No, it's not showing. Well, if that's her twin, wouldn't wouldn't you surmise that her birthday is today, too? Well, if we got the right person, yes. Ashley Olson, born June 13th, 1986. Here, here. Look over my shoulder. Is this her picture? Yeah. Okay. Well, she's certainly attractive. That's interesting that they gave us one, but not the yeah. twins. Okay, now, let's see here. Um, Chris Evans, celebrating his... 41st birthday today. Um, again, I'm sorry. Some of these younger folks, I don't know. But what's his thing? Christopher Robert Evans is an American actor. He began his career with roles in TV series, such as in Opposite Sex in 2000. Some of his movies include uh, Captain America, The Winter, Avengers, Endgame, and Lightyear, which uh, just came out in 2022. Tim Allen is next. We certainly know him. 69th birthday. Always has a pleasant smile, I think. (laughs) He was a pretty funny comedian. Timothy Allen Dick, known professionally as Tim Allen, is an American actor and comedian. He is known for playing Tim the Toolman Taylor mm-hmm. on the ABC sitcom Home Improvement and Mike Baxter on the ABC Fox sitcom Last Man Standing. Okay, here's one I don't have any clue on. Pavlo, P-A-A-V-O, Nurmi, N-U-R-M-I. He was born in 1897. He died in 1973. He was a Finnish middle-distance and long-distance runner. He was uh, called the Flying Finn or Phantom Finn as he dominated distance running in the early 20th century. Two famous deaths to go mention. Geraldine Page, she was born in 1924, died on this date in 1987. Geraldine Page was an American actress with a career which spanned four decades across film, stage, and television. Page was the recipient of numerous accolades, including an Academy Award, a British Academy Film Award, two Primetime Emmy Awards, two Golden Globe Awards, and four nominations for the Tony Award. Mm -hmm. Some of the movies include The Trip to Bountiful from 1985, from 1962, Sweet Bird of Youth, and 1953's Hondo, which also starred John Wayne. And she was also in 1964's 
production of Dear Heart. This weekend, I particularly focused on some of the older movies rather than, I don't know, what I, what I normally watch. You know, like Channel 55, I guess it is. Oh, yeah. And uh, golly, there are so many good films. Okay, well, let's move on to the final person here. Gene Eugene Robert Howden, or Houdin. Howden, I think. Um, born in 1805, died on this date in 1871. Jean Eugene Robert Houdin was a French watchmaker, magician, and illusionist. Widely recognized as the father of modern style of conjuring. Help me out. Conjuring means like to conjure somebody into something, making them think otherwise. That it's worth more than what it is. Yeah, or, or an illusion, something of that sort. He wrote a book called Conjurer's Confessions in 19... <laughs> Or, excuse me, 1858. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and also uh, another book called Secrets of Conjuring and Magic. <laughs> he was a conjurer. Indeed. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's turn our attention to some of the news. Um, what about gun reform? It's a general topic. Uh, you got a lot of people supporting it. You got a lot of people opposed to it. Which always makes it complicated. Well, here's what you need to know at this point. Lawmakers have reached a tentative agreement on a package of gun reform measures a group of bipartisan senators announced yesterday. The proposals follows high-profile mass shootings in, of course, Buffalo, New York, and Evaldi. The legislation reportedly provides increased resources for mental health and school safety, incentives to states to enact red flag laws and requires expanded criminal and mental health background checks for buyers under the age of 21. It also closes the boyfriend loophole. Look that one up. The details of the bill still need to be translated into legislative text. What did you want me to look up? Give me that again. What they're calling the boyfriend loophole with regard to guns. I'll keep going. Okay. Because you may not be able to find too much on it. The legislation... Let's see here. No, let's move on. Negotiations included 20 senators, 10 from each side, meaning 10 from the Republican side, 10 from the Democratic side. A sign that sufficient bipartisan support exists 
to overcome the 60-vote filibuster threshold. The package is likely to be considered in coming days. And the announcement came one day after thousands marched in gun violence protests around the country, including an estimated 40,000 in Washington, D.C. alone. Uh, boyfriend loophole? Yeah, here we go. Uh, federal law prohibits domestic u- abusers from having guns, but only if they have been married to, have lived with, or have a child with the victim. It does not otherwise prohibit abusive dating partners from having guns. This gap in the law is known as the boyfriend loophole and has become increasingly deadly. The share of homicides committed by dating partners has been increasing for three decades, and now women are as likely to be killed by dating partners as by spouses. Hmm. Wow. Well, the spouses thing. Mercy. Yeah. I've, I've always thought, why why do that? Just leave. You but, know? I mean, if you kill somebody if you're in love with somebody how can you do them harm yes someone that you're supposed to care about someone you're with someone that cares about you don't kill them just leave if it gets bad certainly there are many ways you can harm them emotionally or whatever but without killing them but i mean why 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 don't we just worship one another when we're in love yeah care kindness courtesy respect you know all the things rolled in and why you remember why you fell in love with them the first time you know for the very first time take yourself back to that feeling why did you fall in love with this person oh i can remember what did you like about him what did you love about him yeah you know, take yourself back to that. And, and it's fun to reflect on those things. Yeah, I'm sure okay. it would be. We're getting a little sappy here. Well, but it's, it's all right, but thing. it's just along the same subject of, you know, why do you have to go that far? Well, we already mentioned that the next few days are going to be really quite hot. Turmoil. Temperature. And uh, so the next story reads, more than 80 million Americans were under heat advisories over the weekend as a stalled heat wave scorched much of the U.S., Um, particularly the southwest, Phoenix and Las Vegas. Um, California's Death Valley saw temperatures reach 120 degrees. Okay, well, we're going to talk a little more about this, but we did have a caller ring in, and so I don't want them to have to wait. Good morning. Good morning. Um, You were asking why. Why what? Why, just moments ago, you were asking why someone would do what they do in terms of uh, spouse. You you, you know, back when you first met them and all of that business. Okay. And... 
<laughs> well, it's a it's an obsession that if they can't have them, nobody can have them. Oh, so and you think they it's still a will declare effect. that they love them, but you know it's vengeance and and all of that kind of thing. My sister's place is full of people like that who are the victims of these um, abusive individuals. Yep. And the children. And there's been many uh, multiple times that we've seen it in the news recently in, in the past that um, a, an individual, male or female, will take an entire family out because, and they'll stay alive. That's because they belong to them. No human being belongs to anyone, whether you're married to them or not. Nobody belongs to anyone. We are not slaves. We don't belong. <laughs> We're not dogs where we belong and that we're considered in our society that dogs are our property. But they look at the spouse as if it's property, and they can do with that property whatever they want. Mm -hmm. And that's the sad part because we really haven't addressed that. And even this, this magnificent figure of 10 Republicans who are getting on board with regulating the guns, that, as you heard in your news this morning, uh, uh, the National Rifle Association, uh, National Right, the NRA, they do not think this is the right approach because they think that gun owners should have the guns to protect their family. How many people need an AK-47 or an AK-15 in their possession, in their house, when if you are going to protect yourself, you don't need a big arms, uh, you know, many, many bullets, <laughs> that kind of thing. Well, to protect yourself with. Okay. It's like you don't need to hunt or you'll, you'll take your, Let me, your wait, game wait, 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 just a minute. Um, I thought I was on a quiz show here. Wait, wait, don't tell me, or whatever that is on PBS. Oh, I, <laughs> I'm not familiar with it, sorry. But, okay. what, you know, why does somebody have a jazzy sports car? I don't uh, know. It's a, it's a point of pride personal pride they like having a piece that is famous um i don't i have friends that own such guns and they are the most polite kind people i'm sure there's someone else that has one that isn't but it's not it's not the weapon that does the damage you can without an ak-47 you can still create a hellish situation with an old-fashioned pistol um well it has its range you know well <laughs> an old-fashioned pistol has its range Remember back in the times when they dueled, you know, they didn't get <laughs> hundreds of feet away or, or uh, shooting from a tower in some building or like in, like in uh But if you're, in, if you're a collector, Nevada. if you're a collector, I don't see why you can't be allowed to collect something that's that special. You have it. Someone's going to get it, even if you don't use it. But there is no purpose for a military weapon in the hands of a civilian, okay. period. And, uh, you know, we are exceptions in the world. Look at all of the civilized countries. <laughs> they have mass shootings as well, but they don't have them at the, at the pace that we are today. 
every time you turn around the news we had another mass shooting and a mass shooting is when there are four or more people involved in this when you're well, talking I don't about think they this, have gun permits you know they just acquire things but they don't have to have a permit to, you know what I mean we anyway I'm I, I'm I'm with you and yet I think there's a place for a collector well we have actually in this country gone past where we would like to go again because you remember the Gatlin gun? You remember those those yes. kinds of things, those kinds of weapons? Sure. People had them too when they were collectors. I grew up in a collector family. I know about the collection of guns. I still don't see the purpose of of a, in a civilized society that you need those guns to show off. You're it's making you probably a short guy. May you I have may, a lot of things. May I ask because you something? Because you're going to get taller that way. Did you ever do target practice? I can handle a gun. I know about a gun. I I I know Don't all about the Don't you kind of enjoy gun. target practice? I never killed a thing in my life, and no, I did uh, not target practice. There well. was no purpose for me to target practice. Okay. But I knew how to handle a gun, and I still know how to handle a gun. I don't know how to handle an AK-47 or a 15 or one of those other things. You know, a .30-06, that kind of thing, would be the most powerful that I've ever shot. But no, I don't try... I don't see the point of it. Okay. Why don't you just go golfing? I mean, you could hit somebody and kill somebody with I'm, a golf club, I'm too, a, I guess. I'm but a better that's not the shot point. than I am a golfer. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, 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 the point is that we're not going to get anywhere, even with these 10 um, uh, Republicans who's going to do this, because okay. they will be then kicked out of office. Maybe people don't really care about that at this point, and maybe these are older Republicans who have been around for a while. But there is no real reason for an AK-40, any of those things. We would still have children alive. We can harden the buildings. Some people say, let's put in less windows in the, uh, okay. in, I don't know. You know, I, I grew up with a duck and cover age. Remember that? Of course. How dumb that was. Yeah. You know, we would be obliterated. But, you know, we were taught duck and cover under the desk. What the heck the desk, desk is going to do when you're obliterated? But these people be, did it for a reason. And it's the reason you don't understand, because you're not the person that those people are. Neither of you in the studio would ever do such a thing. But I'll bet your, the, your person in, the, in your studio doesn't have a number of guns that he collects, and high-powered guns. Let's, uh, let's let this go. I get your point, and I, I don't think you're wrong at all. Well, it, it does, and I'm not trying to be wrong. I'm not trying to be right, but I would like your audience to, to recognize that we can come up with any excuse, but the NRA has way too much power in this country. Remember uh, that actor who says, over my dead body? Yeah. Well, how about over a bunch of kids' dead bodies? They okay. have the right to live, too. Gotcha. Thank you. Um, I think she hung up. Um, <clears throat> okay, so back to the heat wave. Um, we're going to have it tough this week. And, you know, this is coming less than two weeks into the so-called meteorological summertime. And, um, let's see, most of Texas saw triple digits. Oklahoma, Kansas City, Missouri, Arkansas. Now it's headed our way. And, um, so, watch the animals. Watch yourselves. Take care of one another. Be observant.
the neighbors working out there too hard and they just look a little go over and suggest they rest for a minute. The French are having some elections. They cast ballots today in the first round of parliamentary elections to fill the country's 577th seat National Assembly. The outcome will determine whether President Emmanuel Macron, elected to a second term in April, will retain a legislative authority, or majority, I should say. What else do we have? Scott, do help me with some sports. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Where do I want to start? Copperheads are in action tonight at uh, Bob Wren Stadium. <clears throat> I think the game begins at 7. I want to say 7. Cincinnati Reds, uh, boy, oh, boy. They blew one on Saturday, and they nearly did yesterday. But uh, uh, they lost Saturday and Friday. Uh, but they did win yesterday 7-6, to six, and I think they are in action again this evening. And uh, the Cleveland Guardians, I don't know how they do this, but they have this knack of coming back to win in the late innings. And they did that a couple times over the weekend against uh, the Oakland A's. Oakland's in pretty uh, much of a funky stretch right now. They've lost... I don't know, 11 of their last 13 games, so I don't know if there's much competition there. Uh, Cleveland's a good team, though, but, uh, you know, they they play teams in the Central Division of the American League, which are not nearly the team that the Guardians are. Uh, so the Guardians uh, do very well in that division. Uh, NBA Finals are this evening. I believe it is game number five, and I think it moves back to San Francisco tonight, and uh, that's turned in a pretty interesting series. Uh, Yeah, it is game five. Uh, It is tonight at 9 p.m. on ABC TV, and uh, game six will be Thursday evening at 9 p.m. The game's uh, the game tonight is in San Francisco. Thursday, they're back in Boston. And should they go to a Game 7, uh, they will go back to San Francisco, I do believe. So lots of travel they do that. So it's, it's been kind of a fun series to watch. Well, there are some other stories that we really don't have time to go into any detail. We have about three minutes left. But, um, for example, Russian forces have pushed Ukrainian troops from the center of Severodonetsk. Severodonetsk, which is one of the last major cities in eastern Ukraine that hasn't fallen. Another story, the FDA says Pfizer's COVID vaccine is effective in children under five. Google put an engineer, Blake Lemoyne, on paid leave after he claimed that the company's AI language model had a soul. 
And let's see. I think um, Scott mentioned this. Kelsey Whitmore, a pitcher and outfielder, is the first woman to play baseball in Major League Baseball affiliated league since 1994. That's kind of remarkable. Mm -hmm. I think she's with, I want to say, a New York Yankees farm team. Minor leagues. Um, Tony's, the awards, lots of stuff there. If you're a showbizzer, check it out. The awards for Broadway Excellence. Um, as always, we thank you for spending part of your morning with us. Yes. And as you may know, we do this each year, each each day. Each, each day, each year, yeah. each Monday through Friday anyway. And uh, often we have guests, too. And by the way, by all means, if you have a suggestion for a guest that you think uh, other people should know about, maybe you know something special about them but uh, haven't heard us talk about it, send it our way. You can text us. You can email us, whatever. And another reminder, if I can throw this in with the hot weather coming up. Yeah. um, One thing I say on my morning shows, well, throughout any show I do, is please look before you lock your vehicle. Yes. Make sure not to leave pets in there or people in there. If you see something, please say something. I remembered um, a young child out off Richland Avenue was in a parked car and lost its life. Hmm. And this was just a couple years ago. How unfortunate. And the parents, of course, they were just frantic. Have a great day out there, and we'll see you all over again tomorrow right here on 970 WATH. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH FM's. Is CBS News on the hour presented by Indeed.com? We have breaking news from Wall Street. The S&P's opened in bear market territory, tumbling more than two and a half percent. It's down 98 right now. The Dow off 594. It was down 600 at the open after posting its worst week since January. Investors are rattled over fears of inflation. Congress' second public hearing into the January 6th attack has been delayed this hour after Donald Trump's former campaign manager, Bill Stepien, was to testify, but he's pulled out at the last minute, citing a family emergency. Lawmaker strategy for today from correspondent Robert Costa. They are going to focus on a key period in the days after the 2020 election, a crossroads where then-President Trump made a decision to go against his advisors who were telling him it was time to wrap things up, eventually fight in the courts, but ultimately this was a losing battle. 31 people are scheduled to be arraigned in Idaho today after they were arrested near an LGBTQ event over the weekend. Correspondent Catherine Herridge has more. Coeur d'Alene's police chief said it was clear that alleged white supremacists intended to start a riot before they were taken